0: Hello, and welcome to the Pulpit to Pew podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to encourage you in your daily walk with God. And now, here are some thoughts from our dad, Brad McClure. Hello, welcome back to the Pulpit to Pew podcast. So glad you chose to join us once again this week. And this week, in our devotional study, we are going back to a familiar place, a place that I went a lot last year, maybe some earlier this year, In a place I just like to, I just tend to drift back to. We're going to Psalms. And this week we're going to be in Psalm 61. And I just, I love David. I I love studying his life. I love it that he was a man that fought Goliath and won. He was a man's man, but he was an emotional man. He was uh, a writer. He was he went through a lot of difficult times and he talked to God about it. He wrestled through them and came out a man after God's own heart. And so I, I, I love studying David and thinking about his life and the twists and turns. And, and so today, the other night I was just kind of sitting down late and I was just cracked open my Bible and I'm reading through or in parts of Isaiah, but in the evening, I thought, well, let's just go to Psalm, and I just came across this psalm. And it's interesting, because in this psalm, in Psalm 61, it has the word overwhelmed. Now, I don't blog as much as I had planned to. I write more in the newsletter. I write, um, I do the podcast. And from time to time, I wrote a blog post yesterday, but I'll probably never post it. But So from time to time, I will write. But when I did write early on, there was one post or two, maybe three, I don't know, obviously. It's been a little bit, but it was about being overwhelmed. And every once in a while when I get on the Google Analytics and I just check out the page, that is the most searched post that I've ever done. And when I say that, it just means, it doesn't mean that people that follow the podcast or follow the blog. It just means what people Google being overwhelmed and they get taken to that page. And it made me think about what a lot of people in society feel. We are overwhelmed. A lot of Christians are overwhelmed. And and so I want to read Psalm 61 in a little context because you know, I Captain Context here, I love context. I believe in studying this last couple days that That David was had been king and is now fleeing from his son Absalom, and I've talked a lot about David on this podcast. And I don't know when you've joined in, but but David had spent a lot of his life fleeing. He fled from Saul, then after he became king, he fled from his son, and it's a lot of times running. And this is a time it seems like he is running from his son Absalom, and he says this a little short one. I just want to look at a few thoughts. He begins in verse one. He says, "Hear my cry, O God! Attend to my prayer." That's a pretty common one. As I study David's Psalms, a lot of times he would just ask God, "God, would you would you just listen? Would you just hear me?" And I just I want you to to hear this request and please answer. it. And then in verse two, there's an interesting phrase. He says, "From the end of the earth, will I cry unto thee?" And I was trying to do a little research on this. What is he talking about? Now, you may not have had a full understanding of the earth being round. And so a lot of times, maybe back then, before we have all the technology that we have, maybe he was thinking that he was extending to the farthest reach of the earth. I don't know, maybe not. But I think really what he was saying here is, I'm in an unexpected place. I'm, I'm, I'm at the, it feels like the end of the earth. I don't know really where I'm at. I'm, I'm in an unexpected place. Have you ever been there? Have you ever been in a, a situation, an unexpected situation? And you wound up in an unexpected place through some unexpected circumstances. And you see the key theme here is there's a lot of times that we face unexpected things in life. News of cancer. Well, it seems like in uh, recent days, I've heard of several people that have been touched by cancer and are going to go through some rigorous treatments. Our town, I wrote about it in last week's newsletter, but our town just faced the death of a, a senior girl, a softball player. Her daughter goes to the school, a different school where my daughter goes and plays volleyball with her and one time played softball with her and it was her sister. She passed away in a car accident. Unexpected. That family, um, the f- seniors and friends at school, find themselves in an unexpected situation. And David was in an unexpected situation. And he says, from the ends of the earth do I cry. And I- I- in, in a sense, he could be saying, "In my in the midst of this unexpected situation, God, I'm crying to you. And I think David's in a good place. That's where we need to go when life takes a twist or a turn or throws you on your back or surprises you with this news, cry out to God. And he says, so from the end of the earth, will I cry unto thee? Then he says, when my heart is overwhelmed. So not only when you find yourself in an unexpected situation, but when you feel like you are drowning in emotion, you're drowning in the circumstances. This idea of overwhelmed has got the idea of being encompassed. I'm just encompassed with everything. The emotions are caving in, the pressures of life, the situation, Every. I'm just overwhelmed. And maybe I'll link back in the in the notes to the posts that I wrote about being overwhelmed and situations that cause us to be overwhelmed, but David's situation was seemingly clear. He was on the run from his son whom he loved, unexpected, unwanted, emotions flying high. This is the son who I've raised and now he's against me. He's trying to kill me. I'm a king, but I'm running. I'm hiding in caves. My people maybe are going to rise up against me and follow him. All of these emotions are on David. And I imagine that whatever your circumstance may be, whether it is one of these with with cancer, or maybe your loved one with cancer, or death of a loved one, or just whatever the circumstances may be, we can become overwhelmed. And so he says, when my heart within me, when my heart is overwhelmed, then he, then he gives this request, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Now, I love that phrase. He's praying to God and he's asking God to lead him where? To the rock. Now, David uses this term in Psalm 18 and many other Psalms. He uses this term, the rock, to refer to really Jesus Christ, the Messiah, to God. So he's asking God, God, lead me to the rock. I I feel like I'm overwhelmed. I feel like I'm drowning in the circumstances. But if I can just get my arms around that rock, I know I'll be safe. I have a picture in my mind of someone drowning or someone being taken out by the tide and they look ahead and they see the rock and if they could just get their hands on that, something that's secure, something that is steady, something that is a place that is safe, they know that they're going to be able to get through what they're in and survive. And I think that's emotionally what David is at. He's saying, God, I... I, I'm so overwhelmed right now. I feel I'm in an unexpected situation. My emotions are flying high. God, just lead me to the rock. Then I'll know I'm safe. And that rock being Jesus Christ is the only hope that we have as well. When life takes an unexpected turn and we're overwhelmed with the emotions of life, we have to wrap our arms around the rock of Jesus Christ. It's our only hope. He is our strength. He is our shelter. That's what he goes on to say. He says, for thou hast been a shelter for me and a strong tower from the enemy. He he now is reflecting back on the past and and as he's currently struggling and as he's currently going through the difficulties, he looks back and he says, God, you have been a shelter for me. You have been a strong tower for me. And so I know you've done it in the past and you'll do it again in my future. I was reading Spurgeon on this and Spurgeon said, and I like this little quote, he said, experience is the nurse of faith. And I just kind of let that sink in. If your faith feels like it's weak, if your faith feels like it's on life support, the nurse of that faith that brings you back is the experiences you've had with Christ, knowing that you've been there before, and he's brought you through in the past. Experience is the nurse of faith. And so he says, I will, or he goes back, he says, "You, I know what you've been, so based on what I know to be true, even when my heart is overwhelmed, I will abide in thy tabernacle forever. I will trust in the covert of thy wings, Selah. And Selah just means pause and think about that. So he says, nothing's changed yet. He's still in an unexpected situation, seemingly at the end of the earth. He, he's still overwhelmed. But because of his experience with Christ, that is nursing his faith back to life, and his understanding of who God has been in the past, he said, I will. It's a choice. Boy, I was reading something else this week. And I may, I don't know how I'll get it out there. I just was reading this week in a, in a new book. And in this book, the man goes back to Habakkuk and the passage in which Habakkuk, and I'm paraphrasing, but he says, even though the barns are not filled, filled, and even though the crop, and even though it's all these, even those nothing is going right, yet will I. And the author said, we need to get our faith back to the even those I will. Even though I'm in an unexpected circumstance, I will live for you. Even though I'm overwhelmed, I will choose faith. And that's where David is here. He says, I will abide in thy tabernacle forever. I will trust in the covert of thy wings. See, let pause and reflect. And I think that's where we're going to end here this week. I want us to pause and reflect on this truth. David Was running unexpected situation overwhelmed with emotion and trials and difficulties squeezing him out drowning him but he said lead me to that rock and I don't know where you are as you're listening to this podcast but my prayer for you and for me is that when life overwhelms us that we'll wrap our arms around the rock of Jesus Christ, and trust him. You say, well, I don't have a lot of experience to nurse me. I'm a young Christian. I'm new to this, or I've not seen a lot of answered prayer in my past. Well, then what you have to do is trust what you know to be true according to the Bible. Trust in others' faith, what you see from others in the stories that you've read and the experiences that that others have went through. Trust in God. And God will bring you through. And next time you go through a trial, you say, Wow, that's pessimistic. Next time, there's going to be a next time. You'll know again, He brought me through before, He'll bring me through this time. So, are you overwhelmed? Many people are. I hope that you will think about this verse. Let me read it one more time. He says this When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Hey, I forgot to say something. So can I come back to a point? It's my podcast. I can do whatever I want, right? I love this. He says, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. There's a little nugget in this. You see, David was the king. He had reached the very, really pinnacle, the highest position you can have. And yet he still was overwhelmed. He still was in an unexpected situation. That his position couldn't get him out. So he needed a rock, a savior that was greater than him. Who is that? That's Jesus. You see, it doesn't matter if you've achieved so much in life, trials are gonna come. Doesn't matter your position, doesn't matter your money, it doesn't matter your whatever. Trials will come. We've got to be led to the rock that's higher than us who's Jesus Christ. We can't save ourselves. We, we can't rescue ourselves. And David realized that. He said, I need Jesus Christ. And so do you and I. Hey, thanks for listening this week to the Pulpit of Pew podcast. Stick around for my ramblings. So glad you chose to join us this week. Hey, thanks for sticking around for my ramblings. Hope that that podcast was a help and encouragement to you. Hey, a couple of books that have been a help to me that I'm reading. I'm reading one by Louis Giglio called Don't Give the Enemy a Seat at Your Table. And my wife bought this book for me, and I think she wants to read it next. She's reading another one that I'll mention next. but So I, I picked it up and started to read it, and I noticed... Right off the bat he's going to Psalm 23 whereas where I've been writing and kind of studying Psalm 23 and posting that on my on the on the blog bradmcclure.org. and so he's zeroing in in a very interesting spot the part in Psalm 23 when it says thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies that, that phrase is a little bit confusing to me so I'm interested to see as he digs down I'm only a couple, I'm on chapter four today. I'm interested to see where he goes with that. It's a good study. And then, then the other one I'm listening to, my wife and my sister are reading it together. I'm listening to it along with them. I think it's called Winning the War of Your Mind by Craig Groeschel. And and so another one dealing with the mind, because I really do believe it's important that we're in a right mind, a mind that's yielded to God and, and submitted to him. But the Satan attacks the mind. And so, so I've been reading that. Looking forward to it. Hey, um... As far as Cincy goes, our sponsor, my wife, selling Cincy. She's having an amazing month. And I don't know if you've bought any, but if you have, thank you. Um, I, I I've got this fan that goes in my in my in my what is it? My office. There it is. My ramblings. I am literally rambling. I can't figure it out. In my office, this little fan. I plug it into this USB, and every morning I come, I open up a little package. I take out one of uh, well, I just reuse it. A little scent thing. Boy, I put it in there. It makes my office smell good. Well, that's what I've been doing. I encourage you to check it out. You can uh, find the links on the show notes or on the Facebook page. So um, what else do I have for you in the ramblings today? I don't think there's anything else. So if you would, wherever you're listening to, if you'd go and just hit subscribe and then leave a review, we'd appreciate it. Follow the the blog, bradmcclure.org. i am been trying to post a Monday meditation. And of course, sign up for the newsletter. That's my heart right now. I love uh, doing that each week. And so... Go to bradmcclure.org, join the pulpit of Pew crew, and you can join there. Hey, have a great week. We'll see you back Monday with our next But God lesson. We've only got a couple left, and so we're looking forward to that. Have a great week.